Welcome to the Generation Voids podcast, The Retail Warzone. Alex, this week I ventured over into Reddit land. And what did you find over in Reddit land, Steve? Well, you know, I've gotten quite a few emails, um, direct messages or whatnot, uh, posting in the uh, retail hell <laughs> subreddit and ransom retail. And, you know, a lot of great interaction and a lot of great comments. Um, if we got any of you guys out there watching right now, say hi. Um, but it it pretty much just solidifies what we already know, which is how shitty the business really is. Um, some of the stories are absolutely horrifying. Uh, some of the things that have been sent to me are just like, wow, uh, you know, <laughs> it's bad all over out there. It's just not a pleasant, pleasant place to be. And, you know, when you break that wall down between the the reality of what corporate actually does versus what they like to spew you um yeah it becomes pretty sad i mean everything from harassment to wrongful terminations to you know ogling young girls i mean it's just all over the place and you know i do appreciate everybody that's you know had the dialogue and kind of went along um like i said i don't really want to spam what's up mckinnon um what's up zom but yeah it's been it's been an interesting interesting little trip over there and i plan on staying for quite a while because the dialogue's great and you know some people just you know want to let off steam and and you know tell their story or whatnot and i figured hell you know if i can help them do it i'll help them do it so let's go um alex what do you have How, how's your day been uh, my day's been great, um, but yeah, Russell Zom, that cat, that's my cat. That's my Abigail. She's big Chungus, <laughs> giant cat. You guys um, haven't seen love- Zeus yet. I bet he's. I bet he's got her big beat. I don't know. My Abigail is pretty huge, but, um, but yeah, any of those on Reddit land are like anyone. This is your place to come to. Wednesday nights to Generation Void Retail Warzone. I am the employee. I know everything from the employee aspect view. Uh, Steve is the management point of view. We've both been there, done that. Uh, just come up, come up in here, talk to us, talk to us about it. We're going to share our experiences tonight. We're taking war on Karen. We've seen things. <laughs> yeah. The, the Karen meme is very, very real. But before we get into that, uh, I'm going to go ahead and get my obligatory self-plug out of the way. Shameful um, promotion. You can follow me. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, you can follow me at twitch.tv slash addicts2993. My YouTube is uh, capital A, addicts2993. Um, I got cooking videos on there. got my gameplay up there. Play a lot of video games. Over on my Twitch, I do a lot of playthroughs. Play a bunch of all kind of different things. You could call me a variety streamer. Um, and I'm also a co-host of the generation void. So make sure to follow us at twitch.tv slash the generation void all spelled together. That being said, Steve, what's up, Archer? where are we going to, where are we going to start? Well, first of all, you know, Karens? you know, all these kids out there are like, oh, at 100 subs, I'm going to do like a, a voice reveal or all this other crazy stuff. So if we get 100 subs on YouTube, we get a Steve Whips Alex's ass in Tetris reveal. Oh, boy. <laughs> so send everybody you know to, to punch that little red subscribe button. Well, actually... Actually, since Steve wants to do it like that, we do a best two out of three. Uh, no microwave reveal, <laughs> possibly, possibly. Well, it's right behind. I am in front. Of it's right behind screen, Alex's head. Totally, um, <laughs> t- 
totally in front of a green screen. Now, I want to do a best two out of a three with Steve. Like, I want to play him in, like, Tetris, then, like, Rocky League, and then something we're both good at. That oh, would be something ooh, I would ooh, that get a hundred an interview with Jim. Oh, shit, man. That would be musty TV, but I don't know. Oh, man, that's some no, because then we'll start talking about mommy. No, 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 we don't want to do that, Russell. It'd be great, but <laughs> no, that's 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 kind of that's kind of like exploiting somebody. I'm not going to do that. That sucks. Um, so as far as starting off, Alex, let's hear some Karen shit. Let's go. Lay away, Steve. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you had to start with I, that. that. Oh, that is where layaway, like specifically layaway, whether it be Walmart, used to be <laughs> Kmart. Or, um, that's where the Karens like to attack you the hardest, especially around what time, Steve? Um, St. Patrick's Day. Christmas time. <laughs> <laughs> I joke. I kid. Sure, the Karens were real for some PlayStation 5 and some Xbox Series X this year, just on a side note. Well, I, before you go too far in, there was a point in time I was a Kyle at a layaway. Oh, my. I, I, and, and you'll understand why. So oh, let's hear it. So let's hear it. For Fear Mongers Christmas, we got him the Ocarina of Time. Uh-oh. And we put it on layaway. Mm-hmm. We went to go pick up said layaway. They fucking lost it. <laughs> then that's that's that, understandable though, Steve. Like that's that's not on you. Like that's legitimately on the company. Like if they if you purchase something and they lose it, you could be Kyle or Karen as much as you want. Like but I'm talking about when people come back there and just ask for things that don't exist. Like, do, do tell. Oh, yeah. Such as, like, the ultimate Karen. I don't know if you remember this lovely customer, Steve. But her and her husband, that they called each other friends, they would come in. She would put a lot of stuff on layaway. And then he would come in and return it. Correct. You remember that? I think so. Oh yeah. Mr. Denon, you were correct, sir. Parent, you must be unreasonable. Exactly. Cuz they would come in and she would say, "Um I need this trampoline that y'all don't have and haven't had for 20 years, but I need this for my kids uh layaway and I need to speak to a manager about getting free layaway." You remember that one, Steve? Oh, yeah. The, I'd have to call you back there. The scars like, are real. And you would say, you know, take care of the customer. Take care of the customer. I'm like, Steve, she needs to speak to you. I can't give her free. <laughs> I can't do it. I literally cannot do it. Yep. Okay, so. That's. One of my ultimate examples of Karenism. And how are we going to combat that, Steve? War. We're going to act way away. Yeah. We're going to find them. <laughs> okay, so there's your first one. Here's my first one. Amanda, you know about this company well. So I had a customer service supervisor who for the entire time this this guy worked for me was absolutely great man i mean i I really didn't have any issues with him i mean there were some things that went on that were kind of out of his control he got kind of sucked into some things but from a job standpoint he was great um it would have been the second time that he worked with me because i saw his resume come over uh from working at a prior retailer i worked at hired him on the spot actually so anyway, garden center time, um, planters, pots, things like that. We would sell, you know, these big, huge plastic planters for plants. And for the most part, the people that manufactured them did a really good job having like these cards or, or stickers attached saying that, hey, these things don't have holes in them. 
to drain water. So you have to take a drill and you've got to drill the proper holes for these things to drain. I mean, it's, it's black and white. I mean, it, it, it couldn't have been any more obvious. So this CSS winds up having this lady come in with her kid and she brings in this big, huge, tall planter that she wants to return. Why? Because it doesn't drain water. Why? Because she didn't fucking drill holes. But the kicker to this was it was filled with maggots. Living, breathing, squirming maggots. Oh, my. My CSS did the proper thing, declined the refund. Customer throws a complete fucking psychotic shit flip. <laughs> Wants to talk to the manager. And, and this was, you know, a closing shift. I wasn't there. So the next day I had to, I had to hear about this. So the CSS is extremely upset because this woman cussed him like a dog. Um, she accused him of causing excess trauma on her child because she was getting upset. It was an absolute fiasco. So I get all the information and whatnot, and I call my district manager, and I'm like, yo, I just want to let you know you're going to get this call, blah, blah, blah. Here's what's going on. And I'm told, oh, he did fine. We're not going to take him back. Once again, proving how shitty retail really is and how they do not have your back. Sure enough, lady called corporate. Sure enough, we were told to return not only the one, but the second one. Full of maggots at full price. No questions asked. And they gave her a fucking gift card. Now, how can you how can you look at an employee who did everything by the book and just from a health and safety standpoint, you're not going to take back maggots. I mean, come on. But I get called and told, well, you need to talk to him and tell him he maybe he could have handled it different. And I'm like, it had fucking maggots in it, man. I mean, why why, why bother having a policy if you're just going to bend over the first phone call you get? Why don't you just put a big sign on the front fucking door that says, well, bring us stuff from, like, Dollar General. We'll go ahead and return it, too. I, whatever. And that actually happened. We actually found merchandise in that store that did not belong to us. It actually had other companies' logos on it where cashiers just weren't paying attention and just decided to return it. Um, but, yeah, it, it's it, it was an unsafe situation. It was unsanitary. The dude did his best. And... and it beat him up, man. And he, there was no reason for him to be upset. There's no reason for him to feel bad about it. It just once again goes to show how shitty these corporate retailers are because they will never, ever have your back the moment somebody gets a wild hair up their ass to complain and start saying, oh, I'm going to post on Facebook that your company sucks and blah, 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 blah. Okay, here. Here's some money. Sorry. Just bullshit. Yep. Because what are we taught the entire way through the pointless, by the way, point and click training programs that they put associates through? Entirely pointless. That's a different subject for another. Yeah, day. We'll, we'll we'll get into the training subject later because that that's all smoke and fucking mirrors right there. All that is is just to appease the investors. Yep. That's that's like I've told a couple of my buddies that before. But what are we trained with that? <laughs> takes 10 positive experiences to outweigh one negative oh yeah or you just hand them a bunch of fucking money yeah and and we're trained we're trained that this one person will go tell five of their friends and those five friends will tell 10 more and it just exponentially it's like that one person's going to cause the company to shut its fucking doors no it's <laughs> not. not i mean not ser- i mean seriously man just ridiculous. not at all it <laughs> it, they, it takes a lot like it honestly takes a lot to turn a customer base against a retailer. Oh, nine times out of <laughs> the ten, ma- they'll come back and shop anyway. 
And on top of that, you know, we're going to reward the Karen that's going to sit there and bitch about some maggots that she created by not reading the instructions. And we're not going to take care of a customer that's a regular. Because we can't give them a we can't give them a, any kind of a discount ever. I'm, I'm convinced any reason. that these people that run these companies have never had children because you don't reward <laughs> bad behavior. And you run around giving these right. fucking rooster haircutted women you're just giving the farm away just cause they, they just yelled at some cashier for 30 minutes. That, that, that's just staring there. Like, you know, come on. It's bullshit. I know. And instead of giving the cashier, the person that had to deal with it, like, here's your fucking gift card that we budget this for, you know, let's, let's give it to the person that bitches. Um, I had something similar happen to me nearly 20 years ago and I'm still mad about it. Shit sticks with you. Yes. Um, if you would like does. to share that. Yeah. But yeah, that, sh- that shit does stick with you, man. It, it, every time you see a good person get screwed over by your higher level bosses for the sake of a dollar, any little bit of faith you had in that company just dwindles every time. It's kind of like a life meter in a video game. You know, it's like one slice down, one slice down, one slice down. The only problem is until you decide to get out of retail, that life meter is like an infinite. It's like you just don't die. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes dying would be better. But you're you're just stuck. It's like it's like purgatory. It's like there's no getting out. You just have you no, have no, to you you have to forcefully make yourself get out. Or oh, let's get started, Russell's on. Let's yeah, get started. Let's go, Russell. Um, but yeah, I mean the the whole Karen thing, and and you know I had somebody mention over on Reddit, you know that you know that's a fairly recent thing. They've been around forever. But I will say this. Um, I used to tell people because I was in the business that fucking long. I mean, you got to think. I was 18 when I first started. And I'm 50. Oh, my. Okay. The, the most frightening part about this is that I have watched society devolve in real time <laughs> through those years. <laughs> Because it used to not be this way. 15, 20 years ago, people did not behave this way. And the ones that did were an absolute outlier. And now it's Whoa, commonplace. Hero. Yes. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Like what size of a fountain? Like <laughs> holy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and what people don't realize is when they go to these interviews and they get told, oh, you'd be a great asset to the team and all this other bullshit. What they're really telling you is you will make a perfect punching bag. Because that's Facts. that's really what you're paid to do. You're paid to be a punching bag. You're paid to take Especially their shit. If you work, if you work front counter, mm-hmm. as in service desk or cashier, those are the people that they're like, who, can, who do we think can take abuse and they throw them up there? What's your thoughts on that, Steve? On throwing them up there to be abuse? Um, yep, because you have to have a strong person, especially for service. Well, here's the thing. The respect for the human condition is just went to shit anyway. And you don't know what that cashier's been through. You don't know what yes. what that cashier's life is like. You don't know. Did she lose a loved one? Did she just break up with a long-term boyfriend? Did any number of things could happen to these people? And you come in and you just totally berate them. You could be complicit to somebody walking out behind the building and putting a 45 in their face and calling it a day. Because <laughs> you just don't... <laughs> I mean, you don't, you don't know these people and, and you're not really mad at this cashier or this manager. You're mad at the company. You're mad at the policy. You're mad because you don't get what you want. And what's up throat punch. Nice to see you. Um, you don't get the opportunity to confront these people. You, you literally have to sit there and take it. And to me, that's just sad because there are people that will carry, I mean, some great, great people that will carry this with them throughout their entire life. Maybe they have bad self-esteem anyway. All right. You don't need some 45 year old 
rooster-headed bitch coming in telling some 17, 18-year-old girl how worthless she is because she's doing her fucking job. In a perfect world, it's, yo, listen, Karen, we're sick of your shit. Get the fuck out. But you can't do that because you get fired. So these people are given yes. free reign to treat you like whatever punching bag doormat they want to, and you're expected to take that. And I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, there is no hourly associate in the entire retail industry that is paid enough to compensate for that kind of abuse. And the retailers should be fucking ashamed for putting them through that and not backing them up. Yeah, exactly. And um, I actually do have a Kyle story to share for you. Let's hear it. Um, one that I couldn't do nothing about. Well, you can do nothing about any it, of them, but anyway. Yep. But I was having to work the uh, register at uh, Lowe's when I worked there. Working it. You know, I don't exactly like it, but hey, money is money, right? Like, Yeah, you kind of need it to survive. <laughs> yeah. So I was working it, you know, here he comes up there, a macho, you know, walking with his chest poked out. And I was like, oh, God, here we go. He walks up there and he's like, yo, are you like not straight or something? And I was like, excuse me? And he's like, yeah, uh, you shouldn't be working a register. Only girls work registers. And I, <laughs> I was like, dude. I said, I do this because it's my job. I don't have a choice. It doesn't matter if you're a boy or a girl. Everybody has to work. <laughs> like, I may not want to work register. That's what they had me scheduled to do, and I'm going to do it. I'm going to make my money. Well, uh, you can't. Uh, that's that's not the way you're supposed to be doing. Uh, you should be in the back sweating. And I was like, I just looked over at my manager, and I'm like, can you help me? <laughs> And oh boy! Like, oh, don't mind him. Don't mind him. But see, that's it. No. That's it. Don't mind him. You, you're you're letting it continue. You know, my wife and I have talked about this, and this is a topic coming up. And hell, if we get into it tonight, we will. I, I don't really care. The disparity between how female employees are treated versus male, the disparity on how females are paid versus males is fucking asinine. Yes. Yeah, because he also called me a couple of other choice words. We like I was trying to think. Of. Don't use them. Oh, I'm not. It was very homophobic. Like it wasn't. It wasn't cool in any way, shape, or form. Like, and if you ever act like that, like to some cashier or just anyone in general, like you're just a bad person. Yeah. Because like, I mean, I'm having to work, and it's like, where did you come from? Your sweaty construction job that you're making, you know, seven twenty-five an hour doing. And you're going to come take it off, like take it out with some random cashier at Lowe's. Like, what is your problem, dude? I that's one of my, that's one of my like most scarring stories. Cause I was so mad at that guy. But you know, like, you just got a snapshot. The women in the business get it far worse than, than the guys. Oh, absolutely. At, at the quote unquote home decor store I worked at. <laughs> one of our uh, supervisors trying to help somebody and they looked her straight in the face and say, can I talk to a male? Yeah. I, what? what What do you want me to do? Come up there and tell you the exact same fucking thing she just told you? I mean, yeah. it, 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 it doesn't change. You know? Yeah, not at all. I mean, shout out shout out to our women that work in the um, retail industry. That job, not easy for y'all, especially for y'all. Retail. I, I hate when retail is one of the hardest jobs out there that the people know the least about thank you hero thank you that's what i was about to get at god that mm. i mean it's <laughs> it's just i mean and, and yeah amanda uh, especially in management female managers you get these big burly backwood boys coming through and, you, and you, they ask to speak to a manager, and you tell them you're the manager. They look at you kind of like cockeyed, like what? And it, it's just, it's just stupid. And there again, it comes down to how people were raised. Because if people's families raised them worth a damn, they wouldn't act that way out in public. <laughs> exactly. You, you, you walk up, and that's the sad part is you, you walk up and tell them the same thing the female co told them. 
they couldn't take that answer the first time. It took a guy coming and saying it for them to be okay. And that's a problem. You know, it's they, they did tons of studies, and I'm just going to throw this out there. By and large, in the retail business, women have more of an attention to detail and higher standards for their employees in their stores than males. True story. Yes. I agree. Agree. <laughs> Easy on Big Burley. I know. I know. I'm sorry. My bad. But, you know, it, it's it, what's even what's even worse is when Karen's get involved and they're just as bad. If you're a female manager and you go up to a raging caring, the Karen, they're going to look at you like, who the hell are you, bitch? I need I need the next person up, you know, and Kool-Aid, a.k.a. Spa, space boot. Ooh, that's a story. Uh, <laughs> Leaning on shopping carts. Anyway. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, it, it's the treatment that women get in retail is, is sad. And, you know, there was a post on Reddit where they were kind of talking about the disparity. And I made the comment, you know, sometimes as a manager, you know, you come in, you might be new and you inherit a lot of these problems. So sure. Maybe you've got a female and a male both doing the same job, both start at the same time. The male was paid more than the female, but there again, corporate doesn't fucking care because they just look at it like, oh, well, what's done is done, and you have to follow the review guidelines. So there's still no and relief. There's, there's, last week. Yeah, there's, there's no way to equal it out. So ladies, if you go out into retail, God bless your soul. Negotiate, negotiate hard. Get yours early on. What else you got, Alex? Oh, yeah. Uh, trying just to think of some more Karen stories in general. Overworked and underpaid. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, but I but I treated you good there, Sherry. <laughs> had, had a woman buy a big rug for about 500 pounds. She brought it back a week later. Looked like it was used as a canvas and a cockfighting ring. It's crazy what some people think is okay to bring back. Yes, you're right. And you know what? Most of these corporations, once you sit there and you look like, oh, this is a hazard, man. I need a hazmat suit for this damn thing. They're going to be like, oh, you're a shitty manager. You didn't take it back. You didn't take care of the customer. Give them some money. Take it back. You know? Yeah. And, and that's the problem, man. That is that is just the problem with the whole thing is you've got a building full of employees who have, you know, at best, they've got the support of their store manager, store leader, store director, whatever fancy title you want to give that shit. And it stops there. The amount of times I've been reprimanded for taking up for employees in my career is far more than I should be able to count. And that's just sad because these are the people that make the business run. Now, I also want to say that, guys, being a manager in retail is fucking terrible. The money might be decent, but after about five, six years in, you done lost your soul. It's gone. They just sucked it out. <laughs> it makes you a terrible person. You hate people. You don't want to talk to anyone. You come home and your family's like, hey, how was your day? And you're like, I want to blow something fucking up. Leave me alone. You know, it's it's that bad. Or, you know, for me, I haven't taken a lot of vacations in my career. Usually it's a staycation and I sit home just to heal up to make it to the next week. It's It's horrible. Letting associates into work and Karen walks up 30 minutes before we open. <laughs> we don't let her in and she wants to know why. Because they work here, Karen. That's why. <laughs> yes. That's why. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, Kira, you're right. You lose faith in humanity and hate people. You really do. Because you see how wow. terrible people are. And the other thing that, that really gets magnified in retail that some of us wish we never see is how fucking terrible parents truly are 
the amount of shit they will let their kids do is just oh, awful. Just terrible. I had a lady at a store in Florida that was being extremely rude to my cashier. And the cashier was just quietly taking it. I told the cashier to stop ringing her up, and and I told her to leave. Good on you. Good on you. Are you a manager? Or I would what? I would think so. That sounds like yeah, a manager I would, I would right think there. So too. Cause, Impressive. Because here here's the thing with that. Impressed is you know you do get associates who want to bow up because they they they're tired of taking shit, and I always try to tell them. As soon as you see a customer turn red, and once they start, just immediately remove yourself from the situation and call a manager because we don't pay you to get your ass beat. That's not what we do. Corporate may think yeah. that, but I, you don't get paid enough at minimum wage to get verbally raped by somebody. <laughs> we get paid to do that. So step, step aside. <laughs> And the amount of people, uh, you close in two minutes, you have to let me in. No, the fuck I don't. I, oh, God. I will you tell you, I, I wish she was on here. Uh, I, Sherry, I don't know if you were working there or not at that point in time. So there was a point in time when I worked for Jesus's Craft Store. Where, oh, boy. <laughs> where I went through this really, really like dark phase you know that's where the trench coat came from and there was eye makeup and i dyed my hair and and i had this top hat and whatnot it was crazy but anyway is right around the holidays so jesus's craft store sells prismacolor pencils sherry you should remember this stuff that they're these really high dollar um colored pencils that professional artists use and this lady shows up like right at closing, cracked out of her mind, wanting to return these things. No receipt, no nothing. And these are like, I mean, Alex, this is a box of color pencils of like 250 fucking dollars. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, stolen more than sold. You were correct, Sherry. Um, and so my dear cashier, Ray Ray, was trying to tell this lady, no, you can't return them. And like I said, this is a closing time. And so by this time, I've already got my coat on that everybody said looked like a cape anyway. You know, it was like Dracula running around the store. Yes, and and the, the lady was like, well, I need to speak to your manager. She got this big grin on her face. Oh, I would love for you to speak to our manager. So they call me up front. And here I come looking like fucking Bella Lugosi, you know, <laughs> like with wings. The only thing I was missing was like smoke behind me and bats and like black trees undertaker correct i just i was just missing the gone and my hem necklace yes i don't know where that went i need to find that anyway so i go up there looking like some fucked up tall skinny goth undertaker and this woman trying to argue with me about returning these things and i think it was christmas eve i think i'm not sure it's right around the holidays oh. Oh, <laughs> and basically, no. one of the few times I actually, since I had all the cashiers there that would back me up and they would lie for me if I needed them to, and kind of unloaded on her and said, no, ma'am, I'm not going to take that shit back. You fucking stole it, blah, 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 blah. Long story short, we wound up keeping the pencils and she wound up leaving. But, you know, most times it doesn't work out that way. Most times you don't get that moral victory. But by God, I remember that one because that felt great. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, I could imagine. Uh, the fuck today, by the way, I should have been able to figure out you as a manager by that username because, yes, that, that pretty much explains being a manager. Would that be about right, Steve? Would you say that? <laughs> if it's a day that ends in Y, yeah. <laughs> uh, same story. I had two 80-year-old people thrown out of my store by security for throwing the stuff they wanted to return without a receipt in my face. Said no. They threw shit in my face. Call security and had them banned. I wish I could have worked for you. Yeah, what retailer like, do you work for that allows you to get away with that shit? If I did like, anything oh like that, most places goodness. I'd have been on the news. <laughs> that must be nice, man. I don't know what that feels like. That sounds great. Steve. That's like Mad Max <laughs> retail. Let's go. And the only thing I could think of um Burlington. Ha, ha, ha. Nice. 
Burlington, Manda, you know all about that. P PSA, though, a pu public service announcement. I, I want to get this out of here because this kind of got me on another tangent. Guys, don't chase shoplifters out of the building. Let them go. Yeah, it ain't worth your life. No. One day you're going to no. you're you're chase somebody out, and they're going to turn around and put a 45 in your temple. Yes. You don't get paid enough to do that shit, and I don't know what you think you're getting by running after people because it ain't no fucking metal. It ain't no fucking raise. It ain't no plaque. Because more than likely, more than likely, the person... <laughs> An hour. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I know, Sherry, you did, and that's great. But what happens if you get shot? Is it yeah. worth it? No. And then the per and then the perpetrator gets a fucking gift card <laughs> for being. Yeah. Now, store. it's my understanding, and this happened a very, very long time ago. Exactly. F fired for doing it. It's my understanding when I was younger, all right, that there was a situation and what really stopped retailers from allowing people to go after people was in my home state at a Best Buy. Oh, boy. Some dudes ran out after somebody who jacked a TV. Get to the person in the parking lot. The thief had a heart attack and died. Family sued and won. And that caused like a big, huge mess. And that's kind of, from what I understand, the origin of retailers backing off and letting people do that. And I just, it's not worth it, man. It's not worth it. Are these, are these companies going to take care of your family? If you're, if you're, if you're the breadwinner, I mean, you you run out I have witnessed this recently I watched somebody chase somebody out of a building for a deli lunch sandwich or something from the deli we're talking maybe at best $7 is it worth it to not go home to your family and kids if that person turns around and shoots you and kills you in the parking lot over a nasty ass deli meal no. Is that company going to take care of your family? No. Is that company going to take any liability? No, because they tell you don't chase after shoplifters. You feel like you're doing right for the company, but the company's not going to do right by you. It's not worth the risk. Don't do it. LP is not worried about external theft. It's built into the budget. We're under surveillance the entire time. Damn, sometimes I want to pick my nose. You are Oof. correct. I, the Russell, you remember these stories we used to get They've come up with this theory that, like, it was some obnoxiously high figure, like 70 or 80% of theft is internal. That's bullshit. I, I, I think at best you could say 50 50, but that's too high. I mean, look, when you work in a dollar store and people have enough balls to steal stuff from a dollar store, come on, man. Hey, you can't say that, Russell. I liked him. I never had a problem with him. I was gone after he screwed you. Good man. <laughs> but. Yeah, I don't want to get involved in that one. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, yeah, it's not worth it, man. There's nothing you do in these buildings worth your safety. And and trust me, you know, you. That's because he, he didn't look like Mario. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. <laughs> um. But no, it's not it's not worth it. And you know, I I see it a lot and you know, people think they're doing doing something good, but here's a trick too. This is this is the fun one. Secret stat, Alex. Most of the people that are always chasing after shoplifters, a very high percentage of those chasing shoplifters to the crowd out there, do you know what they really are? We'll give it a couple of seconds. The people that are always, always, always chasing shoplifters and saying, hey, look, I, I did this. What are they really doing? Are 
they also shoplifting themselves? They're the internal theft. Yeah. I, I can believe that. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a hard subject to get on though. Cause like, oof. What's up, Richter? <sighs> yes, you were correct. Shoplifters themselves. No, Sherry, it's not always true, but a high percentage of them really are because it's their cover. That's what keeps them from feeling guilt for what they're doing. They feel like they're providing for the company by saving things. <laughs> they're trying to like balance. I'm taking this versus I'm saving that. It's no. <laughs> Little old ladies that shoplift stupid shit they don't need. <laughs> yeah. It, it, you know, my first experience with loss prevention was like, I think I was 19 and, and you know, the LP guy told me it's never really who you expect. Yeah. Some of the stereotypes are right. But the people that you really catch are the ones that you wouldn't. Little old ladies, you know, sweet old ladies. You know, back in the day when you could work at a grocery store and actually give tips and take tips, these women would be handing you $5 taking their groceries out. But they stole like $30 worth of stuff and you didn't know it. Yep. I mean, st and, st and stealing from a dollar store, stealing from a dollar store is probably the lowest denominator of criminals there there are out there. Period. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. It's a dollar. You could go through a couch or a car or hell, you could run a parking lot and probably find enough change to buy something for a dollar. But nope. Yeah. Y yeah. Like I say, Cherry like, Dale. If I, were, if I were to ever try to steal something, I'm going for the big one. Like, little, old, <laughs> little old ladies putting their stakes at purse angles. All right. So I shared a story today that was relayed to me when i first started in the grocery business um with that same chain mr richter about shoplifters so the way this goes was a sister store i think it was in clemson i think to a manager and associate or or scoping out you know a shoplifter or whatnot and the way the story goes is Finally, shoplifter got wise, was standing in the middle of aisle, pulls out a knife. Like, Ugh. you got a manager on one end of the aisle, you got an associate on the other end of the aisle, and they realize, oh shit, we're on the canned vegetable aisle. And then they just started firing salvos of canned vegetables to the dude. <laughs> dude left in an ambulance. Uh, probably never shoplifted again after that. And I can't imagine the embarrassment of getting your ass beat with like cans of peas and carrots. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, the crazy. Uh, also, too, shoplifter story. So, one Halloween at the same grocer, I was like, oh, man. now, mind you, these stories are like early 80s, I mean, late 80s, like 88, 89. Um, Halloween. So, I've got a friend of mine named Tim, who's uh, dressed as a homeless person, all right, like a homeless lady. And I got another friend named Todd who's dressed like Elvis, like the white jumpsuit. And, you know, I live by the store, and I wasn't working. And I'm driving by the store, and back then it was like the stupid kid hangout, all the high schoolers, we hung out in the Ingalls parking lot. <laughs> so I'm driving by, and I look, and I see what appears to be a homeless lady and Elvis wailing away on somebody in the parking lot. <laughs> and it was a shoplifter. The, the mental image of that is extremely hard to convey. Probably one of the funniest damn things I have ever, ever seen. And it was over this person stole a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Like I say, if you're gonna steal, oh, man, make it hold, 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 hold up, Alex. We, we, we got somebody within our our realm here. At Sears, we got paid for credit apps. The long term yeah. employee that was making up social security numbers to get legal aliens credit cards got arrested today for Thanksgiving. So were you there long enough to deal with shop your way? Oh God. Because if you were, we got a story for you. Oh, we sure do. I know exactly where you're going with this. So Sears and Kmart, 
same company. Yeah, back when you could do stuff about it. Um, Side note. Yes. This episode is turned on a war against Karen. But 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 this is great. This this is this is what chat interaction gets you. We get to go through all this shit, man, and that's what makes it fun. Exactly. Um, Exactly. No, I love it. Unfortunately, okay. How many? Oh my. So you were manager. I have to ask: Did you ever go to Hoffman Estates? All right, that's actually some code I don't know. That's the corporate office in Chicago. If you've never you, been, you have to. For all, for anybody out there who wonders why Kmart and Sears is dying a slow and painful death, if you went to their corporate office, you'd understand why the stores have no money. It's the most ridiculous fucking thing I've ever seen. Shop your way rewards. So, phone numbers, emails, all the other stuff. We had an associate who was just using her own email address every time somebody came in and she was getting all the reward points. Um, Oh, my wife. Okay. So everybody see the two geese. <laughs> That's really a thing. So you go to Hoffman estates. And it's this big, huge building that sits on basically, it straddles the line of two counties. And you walk in, and it's like a mall, man. It's like waterfalls, marble, it escalate. It's just, it's just crazy. Anyway, they told us a story about how in their cafeteria, they had this big wall that was nothing but like one big, huge window. And in front of this window was this huge pond. It had geese in it. But these geese had been like, I guess had their wings snipped or whatnot so they can't fly away. They were renting the geese. Nice. Alex, we couldn't get payroll. But by God, they could rent some damn geese. Oh, yeah, that's a... Huh. This That's company bragged about right. the fact their commissary, their cafeteria area, was the second largest cafeteria in operation only to the Pentagon. Yeah, ran by Gordon Ramsay. What? And we wonder now why Kmart went from 3,500 stores 10 years ago to 30. My first Karen experience was when I was 16 and working for Kmart. They used to put two liters at your register, and the customer would get it if you didn't ask them to apply for a Sears <laughs> credit <laughs> card. <laughs> oh my! Ooh, Alex, you remember Smart Plans? Oh yeah. Do, do you remember we went through the the terms of the Smart Plan to see that it said that it didn't cover acts of God? <laughs> yes. The actual documentation for the extended retail said it did not cover any damage caused by acts of God. By the way, this is a little pro tip for everyone here in chat, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Periscope, I'm, Facebook. Oh, I'm going I'm to combat you on about what you're saying. Go ahead and do it. I know what you're about to say. Go ahead. When it comes to buying smart plans, don't. Because you know how they reimburse you? They reimburse you with a gift card to the company okay so you hear a lot of people talk about don't buy extended warranties so it's kind of like where you're going right alex yeah all right so my favorite job my entire career was for a company called uh we'll just call it the guitar store um i worked there during a pretty prosperous period of time and we sold something called pro coverage I never once was really one of those to buy into the extended warranties or things like that. But ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you about pro coverage. Pro coverage was actually worth the money because if you walk into said guitar store and you buy said $2,500 guitar and you go out and you're playing in a club, you drop it and it breaks or whatnot, at least at the time, the fine print of the instrument warranty says they will not cover damage for commercial use. Well, you're out playing in a band, making money as commercial use. So you, your friend 
drops, he kicks a beer over on your $2,500 guitar, ruins it, and you're screwed. Well, our pro coverage actually was a good program. It would, it would either repair it or replace it. Only extended warranty kind of thing I've ever dealt with anywhere that was actually worth the price of admission. Oh, yeah, because we were pushed so hard to sell those extended warranties, and I read the fine print on it, and me having to look at a customer and be like, if you add the two-year plan on, you know, you have additional coverage. Like, it just hurt my soul to have to do it because I'm like, hey, I- you're going to get back a gift card? Like, Hey, Alex, can you scroll down to the, the, the comment before the geese? I had a customer report to me that someone was stealing. He gave me the location in the store. What's the rest of that one? Um, I, I can get to that. One second. Circle back. Acts of God. Okay, so the, the Kmart smart plan, which was also the same as the Sears smart plan, had a, had a clause in the terms and conditions that it was not responsible for any damage caused due to acts of God. And it listed some crazy stuff. It was like revolution, earthquakes, tornadoes, uh, war. I mean, it just, it went through this whole long list of stuff that basically said, we're not covering shit. Yeah. Yeah. Acts of God, quote unquote. Yep. I had a customer report to me that someone was stealing. He gave me the location in the store. Later, I reviewed the footage. He was right. It was him that was stealing. <laughs> Police said he did this all the time. Why would he reveal himself? Wow. Like, all right. Well, that wins stupid criminal of the day right there. That's that's <laughs> fantastic. That's, uh, but what's upsetting is the cop says he does this all the time. Like, how many times has that man got out of jail? Well, may, it's like, yeah, oh, yeah, I steal. Stop me. May, maybe like, maybe dude's klepto. Maybe he's addicted. Maybe he can't stop. I don't know. But it seems pretty harmless. They keep letting him loose. Um, hurricanes, flooding, tornado, tsunami. Correct. Correct. If you need... If you need an adrenaline rush that bad... Just, just go just go ride a thrill ride. You need, like, you need an adrenaline rush that bad... Go be a cashier and deal with a Karen. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Just to bring this whole episode full circle. Full circle. Circle back. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, look, the whole premise of what we do here is to expose the fact that business sucks. And we're not saying that because we're bitter. You know, retail gave me a pretty good life. I can't I can't complain too much all right but from the standpoint of how they treat people um mr denon made a comment to me via email today talking about how managers the amount of hours they work and we're going to have a segment soon just specifically on that but you could kind of slope that down to everybody that works in a retailer that you work all these crazy hours. You're expected to be on call. You're expected to do all these things that, you know, doctors are on call. Nurses are on call. Firemen are on call. Policemen are on call. So are retail employees, but they don't get near the fanfare that those other positions get because it is a very thankless job. Um, and I'm sorry if you're a retail manager, I don't mean to offend you. It's not a career. It's a job. You get out of it what you yeah. put into it. That's 100% correct. Some people burn out before others. Um, but, you know, it's just one of those deals where it's not for everybody. All right. And eventually we all have a breaking point. And the breaking point doesn't come from the good parts of the job. The breaking point comes from the lack of support. It's when you give 110% and then one day it actually happens and it comes and you realize people you thought had your back didn't and they're never going to. 
Um, I worked 10 months straight and just had to cancel my first vacation. Hey man, been there. When I worked for Jesus craft store, I think it was 72 days straight. I worked without a day off because I didn't have a co-manager and I couldn't find one. Uh, the, the most hours I worked in one week was at that same Jesus's craft store. I worked 90 to get a project done. That wasn't gonna get done any other way. And the sad part was I thought that it mattered and it didn't. So it, you miss so many life milestones. You miss so many things in your life. Your family will see you change from a person that they really like to a person they really can't stand because you carry it with you everywhere you go. And, you know, and let's face it, the majority of managers after a certain point, you're doing it for the money. They've got you. The hooks are in. You're doing it for the salary. You're definitely not doing it because you like it anymore. And it's when you reach that point that it's time to make a change, you know, and, you know, for these long-term, you know, lifer managers, Hey, if that's what you want to do, that's great. You do you, if you really do enjoy it that much, Hey man, have at it. Not for me. You know, I don't like what it did to me as a person. I don't like what it stripped for me as an individual. Um, the littlest things now just annoy me that 30 years ago didn't. And it's because of that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I have the utmost respect for anybody that's in it and continues to fight the good fight. Um, it's a hard job. It's a harder job than anybody will ever, ever tell you. And it's a harder job than the general public will ever realize. Because the general public is what makes it so fucking hard for you. Makes it so hard to begin with. Um, Steve, I actually just have a quick announcement I want to make before we close. Yes. Um, I just want to challenge everyone here. Everyone, you know, on all, all of our platforms that are watching. Um, Steve, just give an email address or give our Reddit, however you want to do it. But... Send us at least three topics you would like to see us cover. Yes. Um, I would like to, I would just like to challenge everybody to do that. We'll sit down and we'll talk to you. We'll listen to y'all and we'll talk about it. Because I want this to be our Wednesday nights here at eight o'clock on the Generation Void. I want it to be our time to let all this, let, let this all out. Because I know that people want a voice and... You know, we're here to try to be that voice for you guys. Yes. And me and Steve, we've been there. We've done that. Hit us up. One, You know, to, to kind of jump off what Alex is saying, one of the things I said over on Reddit was that there's a lot of people out there that want to say these things that can't. You know, they're in this business. They have to stay in this business for now but they feel certain ways and they want to get things out there. Let us do it for you. Um, you know, I even posed over there, you know, we have it set up where we can have more than just Alex and I on here. We can put up a still picture of, of whatever you choose and let you come on here and absolutely just go slap off. If it takes an hour, fine. It takes an hour. We ain't got nothing better to do. And, you know, our hope is, that what we do with the retail war zone is separate from what we do on Monday nights. The retail war zone needs to be a community of where people can commune and talk about their issues with this business. Yes, because go to HR and complain. Quick, quick <laughs> note about HR. That was discussed over there too. HR for the most part not because of the HR employees, because there's some good ones, all right? HR, for the most part, is worthless. Um, and the fuck today, email us. It's in the uh, ticker down here at the bottom. We'll get with you. We'll figure it out, man. Um, also, feel free to... Feel free just to drop us a follow. Yeah, um, here and and spread and, this. Um, if you if you guys know people, I mean, obviously you do. If you work retail, you work with these folks. Send them what we're doing. This isn't about being famous. This isn't about money or whatnot. It's about kind of you know exposing the underbelly of the business. And 
uh, going back to the HR thing, HR for the most part is worthless most places because they're only really ever going to do anything if it's going to cause the company to look bad. Now, yep. now it's not everywhere. There's some HR, there's some companies that do great by their people. And that's the other thing. Not all of this has to be negative. If you're out there and you've had a great retail experience and you're working for a company that does great by their people, come tell us. We'll talk about it because Lord knows we need all that we can get. So, but like to keep, like what Alex was say, saying, you know, let's go. And um, as far as, you know, if you need to anonymously vent, the fuck today email us um we'll set it up i don't know i mean if we need to do voice change we can do voice change and you know you can do it strictly anon i don't want anybody to jeopardize their jobs or what they're doing and we'll make sure that you don't and your information yeah, is private um but if you've got something let's go if you want to send us something as well and you want to make it anonymous, we'll we'll do that. Like we won't say who sent it unless you tell you us specifically, like, hey. Mighty Meat is now following. Thank you for the follow. Mighty Meat. So yeah. So guys, we're not gonna tell anybody who you are. Um, we'd even be even more careful to make sure we're not gonna tell anybody where you work. You know, yep. it's strictly anonymous. You if you got a story you want to get out. Send it to us. We'll do it. What's up, Tiffany? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So this is about people. This isn't about us. Unfortunately, just starting this thing out, we have to bounce relevant stories off of each other because of things that we have. So it gives us some sort of content. But what makes this important is the content that comes from you. And that's where we want to go with it. So, you know, we thank everybody for watching. Um, we're sitting at an hour five. The one thing that we do differently with the retail war zone is sometime tomorrow, I will edit this down. Uh, and we actually upload an audio podcast of this, um, that goes through anchor FM and, uh, you can find us on Spotify. So that way you can have on a go. The coolest thing for us. And I, I got, I got to geek out here for just a minute because I just think it's funny is, when you've got an Amazon Alexa and it's also on Amazon music and you can, you say Alexa play, you know, the generation void, blah, blah, blah. And it shows up. That's kind of, that's kind of cool. At least it is to my kids. My youngest kid thinks it's kind of neat. So I do too. So, but yeah, um, you know, send us what you got, you know, take it slow and easy and see where it goes. You got anything, Alex? Except being in the dark, uh, you got the lights cut out on you? Yeah, my green screen background decided to cut the lights out on <laughs> you, me. That's always lovely when that look, happens. Look, if we need uh, to start a GoFundMe for a green screen, let me know. <laughs> I know, this is my green screen behind me. To totally. Oh, totally. I got you, I got you, because microwaves, that's what's up. This this is just the background. Nice. Steve. This is just the background. All right, everybody. Thank you for being here tonight. Tell people about it. Be here next Wednesday. A lot of these episodes, we really are going to rely on the chat. We want to talk to well, people. Check us out Mondays too. Yeah, mo Mondays are, are random topics. Mondays are games and all sorts of crazy stuff. But Wednesday is the dirty, dirty. Oh, Wednesday is the retail war zone. Yes. And that's really what brought us to the dance. Alex doesn't really know that, but now he does. This is the, this this oh, is yeah. why all this started. So yeah, th oh, thank yeah. all you guys for watching. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. If you like us, go over to YouTube. There's a link in the chat. Please subscribe to YouTube. I'm trying to get up to a hundred. Mighty Meat, never had any bad experiences at a certain music store I worked at, but I have plenty of stories between managing a pizza place, serving at a bar, and managing a Starbucks. Hit us up, send it to us, and we will go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've I've heard some horror stories about a pizzeria. I would love to hear some of those. Hero 130, you were correct. Y'all know other people who need this retail therapy. Send them on, man. 
I have nothing better to do with my time and I want to do this. I want the world to see two things. I want the world to see how shitty employees get treated. And I also want the world to see that when they go into a store and they don't get the things they want, it has nothing to do with the people in that building and they're bitching at the wrong bunch of people. Yep. Because mainly, mainly we're here to take y'all's side. We're, we're there to take the workers' sides. Yes. So there is some scenarios where the customer is truly right. Like few and far. And, and let me tell you, Alex will get me fired up. If you haven't seen it yet, it's going to happen. I mean, I, I will get fired up because I'm passionate about this because I lost 25 years of my life for this. I had every bit of joy in my life get sucked out because of this. So if this is my way to gain some of it back, then so fucking be it. Yeah, man. And you know, I wished I would have had something like the Generation Void that I could have vented to. Like when I was a worker in the retail field for the longest time. So true. And and let's go ahead and put that under. We weren't perfect. All right. We we have had our share of fuck ups. There that that is that is true. And you know I will never I will never tell you that I'm manager of the year, but I will tell you that the majority of long lasting friendships I have had and do have come from people working with me or for me. Hence my co sitting over here next to me. Oh yeah, absolutely. That is the only wonderful, greatest thing about retail. Is Thanks, you Mr. Denon. You you will have some of the closest people, like co coworkers, like possible. Like if you become friends via retail, it's for life. It is. Like, it, it's, <laughs> it's like the NWO man for life. We're just missing Hulk Hogan beards and Kevin Nash and Scott Hall. This is a great start, guys. Sincerely, thank you so much, Jaden. Thank you, thank you, and everybody. You. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna finish this out here. We're gonna take you out instead of the thank you screen. We're gonna play the Ode to Karen video again. Everybody, thank you for being here. Go hit follow on Facebook. Hit like on Facebook. Go hit subscribe on YouTube. Hit like on YouTube. Let's go. Let's get it. Everybody, have a great night. Alex, you got any closing comments, real quick? Fuck you, Karens. Sweet. Have a good night, everybody. See you next time.